You have just entered the Katie Ma podcast. Keyboard plus mouse or die. Hey guys, what's going on? And welcome to episode 13 of the KB Mod podcast. I am back again this week after some unfortunate Comcast activity late night uh, before episode 12. Was unable to join, but uh, you guys did a, everyone here did a great job, and we had, um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to, to be here with Newt Town and, and Nick Fenton, but they did a great job, and we're That's all right. We, we're we almost funny. decided to go play Dice in the Alley, but yeah, we didn't. You didn't. We, we went on with the podcast. <laughs> That's good. I know. I know. Well, you guys just proved that I'm really... I'm really not the glue that holds this together, so thank you for that. Um, <laughs> but now, uh, yeah, so episode 13. My, can't believe it. Episode can't 13. believe it. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, John. I needed something are we to really say. really on 13? We really are, guys. This is incredible. This but is unlucky. <laughs> it is. This is an unlucky, unlucky <laughs> number. But hopefully, hopefully everything will go well. We got the usual suspects, as you can hear, guys. Um, we got John, Brandon, and Dan. And myself. So how's how's everyone doing this week? What's been going on? You know, doing better. Yeah. How's the uh, how's the old shoulder holding up? Did, did a rather long live stream last night and it held up. So I think I'll be good to go. You know, you're going to go back to your, your specialist. He's going to be like, "What have you have you been gaming all the time?" <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to tell him yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's like, can't do that. Well, it's good for you. That's yeah. true. Like like physical therapy, probably Not better like I'm than fucking physical therapy. Lifting weights or something with it. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, I wonder how much you actually use your shoulder with movement like that. Like, I mean, I'm trying to think when you're uh, more than your you think. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but nice. It's been all right. That's good. What about you, Johnny? What you been up to? Fucking dudes. Nice. About par. <laughs> Strong. It's about par. That's good. It's normal. Normal week. Yeah. Fucking screw League of Legends right in the ass. <laughs> what you're doing? I, I, I played nothing now? but League of Legends uh, for like two weeks, and then I tried to play COD Four, and it just went very poorly. <laughs> so that game can just die. You still beat Otter Balls. I did, but he's bad. <laughs> That's not saying much. <laughs> no. He's the worst player of all time. <laughs> So do you like? So I mean, overall though, do you like League of Legends a lot, or is it? I love League of Legends, but I can't play it because it messes with my uh, my first-person shooters. Yeah. Why are you heading to MLG Orlando or some shit? Yeah, I'm I'm going down. I was going to play Gears Three. <laughs> Gears Three. <laughs> you and Gold Glove teaming up for that, or? Yeah, I got a dot painted on my screen, and you know all the good stuff. So we should be ready to go. <laughs> nice. That's that's what all the good Gears players do. They have uh they have dots on their screen, so. Yeah, people used to do that in uh, Counter Strike with the for the AWP for no scopes if you were real gay or scout. Does it actually work with the AWP? Um, or dude, yeah, if you have it in the in the right angle and you're not moving, you can be pretty consistent. Um, you used to, well, that's what they claim. Actually, no, maybe it was only the scout. Maybe it's no, it's only the scout. It was scouts and yeah, eyes. That's it what it scout. is because the scout is actually always always hits. Yeah, you're right. The AWP doesn't always hit the same spot. No scoped. I just use no recoil hacks. And use a dot and cut four. <laughs> that <laughs> really helps me out. Yeah, that's what. It, oh God, man, that brings me. It's funny that scouts knives. Fuck, you guys all play scouts. I know, knives I know. I know. Scouts I knives, say, scouts yeah. knives, dude. I know you all the time. That's what it was that people used to be like. Oh, you're you have a dot in your screen, don't you, bro? If you like, <laughs> you're doing well. I remember no. that accusation. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny. 
I miss me some. Maybe, maybe you know what? During the live stream uh, this weekend on mine, I'm definitely we'll have to do some scouts knives. That's such Dude, a that classic. Sweet. That would be. Well, you know, you see, Valve realized the problem with putting a dot on your screen for the scout, and so they put a bunch of bullshit on your crosshair for CSGO, so you can't even see. It. <laughs> <laughs> that crosshair does look absolutely awful. <laughs> I'm assuming that's going to be very um, editable. Customizable, yeah, it yeah. needs to be because uh, that'll be a uh, big turnoff, and uh, I will not play this game. <laughs> that would be a pretty big deal breaker if that crosshair is not able to be changed. Yeah, Black Ops laser sight options. It needs as many smiley faces <laughs> as possible that I can use for my. It will probably be as customizable as Rage's graphics options. Yeah, pretty close. I hear after well, this patch, you can one. actually change anti-aliasing and some other things. That's exciting. Yeah, That's it's like big. it's like it's a PC game or something. <laughs> 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 wow, we're already getting to the roundtable discussion already. Um, Fucking fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, as far as... I uh, Actually, this weekend I got, speaking of streaming, I know Danny were doing some and testing it tonight as well, but I got my stream stuff all sorted out finally, which is good. Um, so I'm getting excited for uh, for that event on the 15th. Yeah, I got mine all pretty much sorted out tonight. Nice. I think I'm good to go, unless I stream Black Ops. But <laughs> <laughs> what it lags really bad no or something for that. you for Black Ops? Or? Yeah, it just destroys my CPU. So what? Um, did you try changing the resolution that you're playing on? Um, yeah, I'm playing on obviously Jesus 640 by 40. Oh, okay. Even with Black Oh, with Black Ops. <laughs> Black Ops uses 100% CPU no matter what resolution you're on. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's retarded. Unless you have a 980x. <laughs> It you, it still jumps up on 100% on mine sometimes, but it doesn't really bog at all. Yeah, I thought it would get better performance. When it I would use 100%, seven. but it can't use more than four cores, Brandon. True, true. I thought I thought I was going to get better performance out of Black Ops with that 570. Nope. But it's your <laughs> CPU bottlenecking? Every other game yeah. works, Every works other game much works better? Much better, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. tells you how well-optimized it was. But... <clears throat> You'll have that. It's Treyarch. They don't really understand how to make video games. <laughs> Vanilla Ops. That's it, man. That's its <laughs> biggest crime. <clears throat> so where are we going with this? I'm um, sorry. I'm <laughs> drinking some iced tea. This is delicious. Um, <laughs> so what I did this week. Yeah, well, Brandon, uh, you really didn't tell us what you were up to. <laughs> um, so I played a little more Battlefield 3 beta. They opened up Caspian Border. Uh, so I did get to play that a little bit and um, tried out Star Wars The Old Republic beta. I don't think I'm allowed to say anything more than that, but, yeah, did that. If you were to describe the Star Wars The Old Republic <laughs> beta... In a hypothetical situation... <laughs> <laughs> was the voice acting as bad as the trailers? Uh, I, I didn't think so, okay. but... That's only I, hypothetical, I though. Yeah, that, I mean, you can't confirm that or deny that. No, but. yeah, no, I mean, it, it, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it might or may not be similar to uh-huh. other um, preeminent massive multiplayer games on the market. Wow. It might, but it might not. I mean, I heard I don't from know. a source who isn't you. <laughs> Guys, I, I played in the Friends and Family Alpha. There we go. Friends and Family? What is that? Hmm? Mr. It's, Dart, Mr. Uh, nope, no names, no names. Mr. Uh, Mr. Guy, I know, <laughs> Mr. Man. <laughs> he uh, 
he said it's pretty much just wow with the Star Wars skin. Mm. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, that. I wish I I don't could. think that it was bad. <laughs> I don't think that Star Wars is going to be bad by any means. In fact, I'll probably actually try it for a month just because. Why not? Yeah, and then you know we'll see where it goes from there. It has a lot of potential because, I mean, it's it's like wow with a, with an actual story that you follow through the game, whereas you don't just like. It just like follows a story like a single player game, whereas WoW you kind of have to compress all of this yourself. You know what right. I mean? Right. You'd have to read all the text. And... Like WoW, you know you know what the lore is because you've have you know eighty five characters that have done the same quest. But if you only have one eighty five odds are you did not read any of the quests. So yeah, WoW doesn't put yourself at stake very much. No, it just kind of goes with it. But Star Wars has some potential. I'm gonna try it. Guild Wars two though. Guild Wars two. Where's Nick at? Yeah. <laughs> For him to say don't care, not get worse too. <laughs> um, alright, cool. Uh, we want to do, um, we're gonna do a little bit kind of a different, um, kind of format, not too much different, but we have a, uh, kind of a roundtable discussion we're gonna get to here a little bit later. Um, but we're gonna do, still gonna do the news, probably more like the quick hits and just touch on some of the, some of the bigger stuff this week. Indeed. I don't know what you want to. What did you want to start out with, Dan? We had a couple Let's different ones. Let's do the news. Let us do Be it. the top gear intro. <laughs> we now interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you an urgent broadcast from the front lines of America. Um. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Well, there was a rumor last week which Brandon has shot down completely. Mm-hmm. Uh. But EA, the EA may release BF3 on Steam just in time. Just in time to get those release day sales. Uh, EA basically said nothing. They didn't say anything. A few outlets asked them about it. They didn't say anything. Yeah. It would be good, but I guess, Brandon, you're, you're pretty pretty sure that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that, that would be a great thing, but I'm pretty sure it's not going to happen, uh, especially not this close to release, because... Uh, well, for one, EA would be would probably be giving up a lot of pre-orders by only having such a short window, uh, and it. I mean, they've already said it's it's requires Origin, so it doesn't really matter if it's on Steam or not if you're going to have to have Origin open anyway. Yeah, Battlelog doesn't work without Origin open, and I'm sure that's programmed into the core. So, God, I can't wait to have my friends like four times. It's going to be so good. You have different friends on each server. Different yep. friends on Origin than you have on Battlelog. <laughs> yeah. Different I'll have friends three. in your squad. <laughs> I'll have IE open and Firefox open, <laughs> just to make sure one of them runs, runs Battlelog. <laughs> I'm going to try to get... I'm just... I don't want to buy the game. I'm just going to see if I can pay for for Battlelog and if I can get a better deal on it. Because what's the point, really? No one wants to play the game. I'd rather social network with my soldier. On the internet, yeah, just talk to people. Yeah, put up status updates. Yeah, I heard. I didn't even know you could do that until uh, I heard you guys talking about it last week. But that's that. There is that's that's the killer. Are you, you know, sold? Hey, yeah, I'm sold. That's like the killer <laughs> app or the killer feature that, that of 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 that uh, of Battlelog. You know, <laughs> status updates. I just. Uh. So yeah, I I agree with what you're saying, Brad. There, how could that? Or, and you and John, like, how could that? They it couldn't really, right? I mean, I don't think it makes sense from a financial perspective but, for EA to to switch you know? to switch tracks now. I do. I don't know. 
I mean, it would definitely sell more copies. There's no question. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing. So if that's the bottom line, to me, it would be foolish not to. But... Well, it would, but think about how many copies it's probably going to cannibalize yeah. from Origin. How mm-hmm. many people are going to cancel their pre-orders and just pre-order from Steam instead? Oh, yeah. Why you do that? That's the best pre-order. I mean, you get so much shit with the Origin one. That's what I mean. Is that they? It seems like if you're gonna buy, I mean, I don't like Origin. I, I don't like having to put another program on that that is like a lesser version of Steam. But if you're gonna make a stance and say that it's gonna be on Origin and force people to use it, I mean, you have to stick to it. They have they have to have some business plan behind it. <laughs> as much as I hate to say it, because I'd love to see it come to Steam, I just I really don't see that happening so late in the game. Yeah, it's just it wouldn't make any sense for them. It would basically be them admitting defeat. No, no. it's not because they're still going to get all those Call of Duty players. On yeah, I'm going to buy. I'm going to buy Call of Duty and Origin for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be good. That'll be great. Uh, next, what do we got next? Oh yes, tomorrow, big day tomorrow, supposedly. Supposedly, the B Dozer. Still haven't seen anything. Yeah, Bulldozer comes out tomorrow. Um, I still haven't seen anything except some guy got two cores to eight eight thousand mega to eight gigahertz. I mean, uh, that was the only news. There's no like nothing with benchmarks yet at all, which means it supposedly releases tomorrow, but or I guess now, but. I mean, I haven't seen anything, so I'm not too sure if that's actually true, unless it's only going to certain outlets first. But um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where it slots in. I hope to God it's competitive. At least something beats a 2600K, because it's only good for both. It's good for Intel and AMD, and it's good for us, if they can at least have some sort of competition. But... Never know. So hopefully those come out and they're they're worth uh, worth their salt, as they've been saying. Obviously they're pretty overclockable. So um, there's that. I could maybe see the six or eight cores competing on uh, like completely multi-threaded benchmarks, but I don't think it's gonna. I don't think any of those chips are gonna beat the 2600K for for most most applications. I really think the top end one's gonna slot above it. I see no point to them putting it out unless it is. I agree, but they're priced really aggressively. Yeah, but that's AMD. They usually price aggressively. Although Not that the old... aggressively. Yeah, that's aggressive even for AMD. Although like. the old FX chips were not super expensive, but pretty fucking expensive. Like six or seven hundred, I think the old FX chips were, but they were beast. But hopefully these these are just as good. What else we got here? The oh yeah, Hitman Absolution trailer. Oh, mother of so God, good. delicious, <laughs> incredible, dude. And as uh, we were talking about before the show, that I'm pretty ninety nine percent sure that's console footage. I would yeah. assume it is, which means it's going to so. look even better on the PC. Yeah. And Hitman likes likes their PC. They uh, do. They do not slay. Historically, yep. Yep. So. Although we'll get to what history means in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't mean much anymore. Um, yeah. But yeah, there, and there's gonna be multiplayer, which they haven't detailed. But That's the part that has me interested, cause I'm just curious how they're gonna implement that. My theory is totally that it's gonna be the hidden. That's mm, my theory. The hit. I could well, see like, well, or, or like, how, you know how they do it with Assassin's Creed multiplayer? 
I don't actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> where you have where you basically have a playing single player but with multiple people. Right, exactly. Like completing single player missions, but uh, your enemies are other players. Right, and other assassins and you don't necessarily know who they are, but you, or you can figure it out. Yeah. You're trying to Assassin's Creed Brotherhood is pretty fucking cool to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, and this apparently you can uh, choose your play style like like Deus Ex, you can uh Go stealth, or you can go in guns blazing, which is just how the old game was. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you can make a hit any way you want. Um, <clears throat> I like that he would like he pulled the electrical wires when he was playing. Yep. And then, like threw that cop over the railing. He was like hanging off the railing. There's just really, I think it looks it's going to be really dynamic, and I think uh, I think it's actually going to end up being really hard, <laughs> especially if there's like a difficulty level choice. I think it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. I, there's an awesome, um, there's an awesome, uh, like if you just, uh, YouTube, I forget it was a while ago, I think it was a video of Top and Gaming like, um, probably months ago, but it, I think it was Hitman 2, and it was like this one, uh, guy, like the, the hilarious way he assassinated, I forget what mission it was, um, where he hit, has the guy get hit by the car. When it pulls yeah, up, yeah. Because the dude had like a bajillion bodyguards. Oh my! Is the quality dropping for anyone else? I'm like have horrible quality right now. Sorry. Yeah, I'm real low, but I can't it's hear. Fine. It sounds like you're all underwater to me. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. But yeah, where he gets hit by he yeah he, the guy the guy comes out into the street, <laughs> then the limo pulls up and hits him. Hey guys, this is Scott. Just interjecting and letting you know that uh, about two minutes of the podcast here. Uh, got all garbled up, so I had to cut it out, and uh, you'll hear Brandon coming back in here. I had to actually end the call, reconnect myself, and then restart the recording. So you didn't miss too much, but just wanted to let you know that's why Brandon cuts right back in here, seemingly talking about a different subject. So give me the heads up. Back to the podcast. Go, go, go. It took different uh, physics mm-hmm. builds to the different uh, conventions. So yeah. like QuakeCon, PAX, Gamescom, they all had different physics builds, and they've been trying to find the perfect formula. Um so really cool interview. We posted an article about uh, kind of the most important stuff from uh, from that interview. Uh, there's going to be a VIP starter pack that you can pre-order. Um, don't know how much it'll cost, but pretty much guaranteed that I'm going to be getting that. Yeah, absolutely, no question asked. Yeah, what is it like? Double XP? Yeah, it, uh, it gets you. Well, the probably the most important thing is it gets you guaranteed access to the closed beta. Yeah. So, so you do get a beta key. Um, you get a permanent discount on per- or purchases at the store, like on the loadouts and stuff. Yeah. Um, he said you get more elite status in queues. I don't even really know what that means, but hmm. apparently that's a good thing. I guess if you thing. use the matchmaking system, then you'll get in yeah, faster. Yeah, that that could be. Um, you get. I don't know. There's some other things. I think you get an experience bonus, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and and the uh, back to kind of the delay on the closed beta. It sounds like one of the main reasons for the uh, slight delay is that they want to put in a character progression system. So um, they're going to have like skills or perks per class or per loadout, okay. and and then you level up those loadouts. Um, so kind of like I guess like Battlefield, where you have your different classes, and then in battle, like in Battlefield Three, you'll have to level them up separately. Right. You'll level up loadouts separately and gain perks and stuff. And he says right now that each loadout takes like 20 hours of gameplay to level up completely. It's not terrible. 
no, it sounded, I mean, I think that's, for better or worse, it will keep people playing the game. And, I mean, that's what you need for a free-to-play game. So right. I definitely understand them wanting to put in some features like that and make people kind of more invested in it and want to keep leveling up different loadouts and stuff. Um, you know, So I'm sure that will help keep it new for a lot of players. Um, they are not going to have, it doesn't sound like they're going to have true dedicated servers in the closed beta, but they will have dedicated servers in the full game. So that's good and bad news. Yeah, it's okay not to have them in beta, though. Especially if you want to support or uh, test the uh, stress on your matchmaking system in your own servers. Yeah, which I'm sure yeah, it's part definitely. of it. But yeah. this VIP pack, I don't know, me and you were talking today, and uh, I was basically asking you what you thought it would cost, and you said probably around 30 bucks, and I tend to agree, because it's a free-to-play game, right? Like basic. Yeah, I, I think it'll probably be right around there, because they did, he was, uh, he was, he did specifically say that the starter pack wasn't like a buy once, get everything package, mm-hmm. so it does give you some things, like I think it does give you some in-game gold to start yourself off with some loadouts, but like, it's not just a way to buy everything in the game. So I would guess that they're probably going to make it, you know, maybe 20 or $30 and then mm-hmm. put it at like that 50 or $60 price point if you did buy everything that was available from the start. So I think that that would make sense to me. It also sounds like it's going to be an actual beta, <laughs> which we talked about last week with betas are just showing off. But this sounds like it's going to be. You mean there's actually going to be bug reporting? I, th- I think so. This is <laughs> yeah. a PC-only game, is it not? Yeah, yeah, PC-only, yeah. and I, w- I would say it probably is because they did push back the projected release date to Q1 of next year. Hmm. So we're guaranteed at least you know two months of beta time, I would guess. Right. That's awesome. I'm really looking forward to this game. Yeah, I- I'm, I'm excited. And the, the, the one thing that has been pretty consistent is that... Uh, that Todd Harris, who is like their main PR guy, and I, I think he's actually their COO, uh, he's been pretty forthcoming about like uh, yeah. questions people have had, and they had a long section of that interview where he he talked about the loadouts decision because mm-hmm. a lot of tribes veterans have been bashing their decision to do loadouts in classes, mm-hmm. um, and he went into like an in-depth discussion on the weapons and stuff. So, I mean, it sounds like they're definitely listening to all the player feedback they're getting on the forums. And, again, we I mean, we played it at QuakeCon, and for an alpha, it was excellent. So I can't wait to see what the beta has in store. All right. Well, that sounds nice. good. And once again, people, that's free to play, unless you get the pack. So, Yeah, free no to excuse. play, and, and <laughs> everyone should go apply for the beta on their website, because they are doing hand selection for a lot of beta keys. So go apply. Yeah, besides that, we got uh, Blizzard, with not an odd move, considering the uh, Diablo 3 beta and, or Diablo 3 auction house, which is going to be able to, you're going to be able to use real money and make real money off of it. Um, but with the first time that they've taken the WoW economy and kind of done this with this pet you can buy now for ten bucks, which isn't out of the norm. They they have a lot of like pets, uh, vanity pets and stuff that you can buy for, you know, five or ten bucks. And but those oh, use celestial steed for uh, twenty five, I think it is. Yeah, but that goes on all your characters, and you never have to like 
I don't know. That's a pretty useful one. I give the Celestial Steed credit. That's 25 bucks. Because <laughs> it can go on anyone. But um, this thing is bind on equip, which for you guys who don't play well, that means you can trade it. You can give it to other people. Um, most of these items are bind on account, which means um, your account will get to use like the Celestial Steed or the Pandaren Monk or any of the other vanity pets. But this is interesting because you can pay 10 bucks. And then sell it in the game for gold. So essentially you can buy gold through Blizzard, which I'm sure they prefer. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just interesting. Just another little wrinkle Blizzard's gonna allow. I kinda like it, to be honest. Um, it keeps people off the gold, the gold farming sites and, uh, stops people from getting hacked as much too because <laughs> Those sites tend to not be that secure, surprisingly. If you go ask people in China for wow gold. <laughs> Chinese gold farming's not secure? Come on. It's not that secure, so. Well, and you risk having your account banned because now you're implicit in <laughs> right. the gold that was probably taken from a compromised account. Yep. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, they even said that that was part of their intention. So I. Yeah, they were painstakingly not... clear about what, you know, what their intentions were with it. Yep, I'm, uh, I'm pretty good, uh, pretty good with this. I'm fine with it. Um, anything that keeps the player base <clears throat> a little more, I don't know. I'm all for the casual crowd now. <laughs> so I'm down with yeah. it. I'm kind of surprised it took them so long, honestly, because it, I think this probably will have, it's not going to have as, as hard an effect as the Diablo 3 strategy is, where right. you can, where you can put gold in and, or, uh, put money in and take money out. Because right. here you can only put money in to get gold. I mean, you can't right. take money knows, out. You know, on a really populated server, you might not get much gold. <laughs> right. I mean, but, that's the thing. Yeah. It's a gamble for the person. So there's really no downside to Blizzard because people are going to buy these because people mm -hmm. buy all the vanity pets for some reason. <laughs> um, but, you know, someone can put it on the auction house for some ridiculous price. Maybe they get it or maybe they don't. Um, yeah. But, Exactly. You know, if, if you have money to burn, I guess it's a it would be a pretty easy way to at least make some gold. It's better than grinding blood sales for that parrot. That thing that sells true. for twenty thousand gold, but yeah, I'll rather spend <laughs> ten dollars and <laughs> not spend my life in Booty Bay. Does that parrot give you blowjobs for twenty thousand gold? Or? No, it's just the only epic pet. Oh, uh, okay. It's once, dumb. And once so you dumb. like use the thing, it's yeah. just another pet. Right. Like, like, yeah, most people can't even tell that it's not like the regular parrot. Yeah, you have to really click on it. Wow. It okay. Yeah, that's title. totally worthless. <laughs> you don't even really get that that it's, those props that you'd there's want. There's no wow to factor to it. Yeah, and when people do the yeah. fucking quests down there, like poor level forties are down there trying to kill blood cells, and everything is dead all the time because someone's always <laughs> down there killing them all. Some level eighty five. <laughs> so. Nice. And that that is it for the news this week. Sweet. Um, well, we do want to, yeah, in the news segment, too, um, before we get into the roundtable, the uh, topic that we want to discuss was um, the Extra Life stuff, Dan, just talking about. Oh, um, we're going to do that before? Okay. Oh, we can do it after. It's up to you. I don't really we, care. We'll do, let's do it at the end. Okay. So. That's fine. That's fine. All um, I know is Extra Life is kicking ass. Right it is. Now. It is. As oh of this God. recording, we are in first by a lot. Yes, it's not contest we know but how much <laughs> money is that that we raise that's awesome 
Any incentive to keep people giving is good. Yeah. This live stream from Kevin, man, just crushing it. So. Yeah, I saw you had like 4,000 people watching that live stream earlier. That's that's fantastic. Yep, and they're still going, I think. <laughs> so. Nice. That's awesome. Um, all right, so for this roundtable discussion, we kind of alluded at the very beginning of the cast talking about how <laughs> previous track records by awesome PC developers don't always hold up nowadays <laughs> with certain games. But uh, there was an article. Um, maybe, Dan, do you want to explain a little bit what the article said? I mean, I, I think we all read well, it. I mean, but, it came out last week. Yeah, I believe. it did. I mean, it's not that. And, and I purposely kept it off the page because I wanted to do this yeah. um, for a while. I just didn't. Didn't want to write it. And I also was so taken aback by it that I, I don't know. I was it's shocking. It's, for a yes. few days yes. as far as like being able to write anything about it if I'd wanted to. Um, so basically John Carmack came out after the very, very flawed <laughs> release of Rage <clears throat> on the PC. Um, and basically said that, uh, you know, he blamed everyone but them. For one thing, yep. that was the first thing he blamed everyone but his own development team and himself. He blamed AMD, which was part of the culprit. AMD's drivers are notoriously terrible. Um, I'm not denying that, but um, then he comes out and says, "In in the fallout of all this, which this is a guy who you guys saw him live. This is this is a man who I would say is on a pretty even keel all the time. Doesn't really make <laughs> shocking <laughs> statements. Yeah, and he doesn't really." If I see John Carmack, I don't really think of someone who gets passionately angry mm-hmm. or says something outlandish. He's very calculated. At least that's how I would see John yep. Carmack. So when well, we, we out, met a guy who works at ID, and he said Carmack won't even carry on a conversation with you unless he can justify it being worthwhile. Like he calculates the worth <laughs> of your conversation in his head before he talks to you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I'm correct in this assumption. Yeah. And. He came out and said, and this is the man, this is, feel free to step in like John just did at any time if you want to say something. This is the man who um, created, basically, not PC gaming, you know, originally. He wasn't like like the genesis of it. Um, you know, the 80s had some titles and whatnot. But he essentially invented not even just PC gaming, but modern gaming, really. Um the days of like platformers and stuff are kind of relegated to the indie games, which I enjoy, you know. But the first-person shooter is the dominant genre, um, and he basically, with, with some help, obviously, invented it with Wolfenstein yep. uh, 3D. And this is, if anyone's gonna say stay loyal to a platform or have a special place for it, you'd think it would be John Carmack. You'd want it to be John Carmack too. Yeah, I just think. Plus, he's like quintessentially a nerd too. Like he's, yep. he's like the quintessential gamer. Even though I doubt he games very much, honestly. But um, he wants to code. He loves to code. He loves being on the computer and coding. Yep. That's what he wants to do. So to see him say, "We do not see the PC as the leading platform for games," this statement will enrage some people. Really? Um, <laughs> But it is hard to characterize it otherwise. Both console versions will have larger audiences than the PC version. That's correct. I'll take him on that. Mm. A high-end PC is nearly ten times as powerful as a console. We could unquestionably provide a better experience if we chose it as our design point, And we were able to expand the same amount of resources to it. So 
basically, if you don't get what you just said, basically we made console and we made it for console and we made it a console port because it was easier. <laughs> um, because yep. they thought it would be a better experience for the money making side of it. Um, Nowadays, most of the quality of a game comes from the development effort put into it, not the technology it runs on. And we, as PC gamers, I would say would wholeheartedly disagree with that sentiment, I would say. The technology it runs on is is very much a factor <laughs> in how the game plays. Like, well, I would say I, the quality of the game still comes from the development effort, but putting all of the development effort to the console and very little to the PC gets you a poor quality title on the PC. Yep. And yeah, I don't know, what do you guys think? I mean, yeah. it's there's so many disappointing elements in that and all those statements. It's hard to <laughs> uh, just categorize one area, but. I mean, you look at it. You look at it a couple ways because he's, like you said, the 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 godfather of the modern shooter. Um, mm-hmm. Developed some of the most famous and well-known PC titles of all time. And you go, so so you can't just dismiss what he said. <laughs> and like you said, he's a pretty calculated guy. So he's. I don't think he's just throwing the statement out there. I mean, he 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 obviously downplayed yeah. it and saying this will enrage some people. Obviously, he well, yeah, he acknowledges that it will enrage people. Right. He knew we would talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> he knew. He listen, Yeah, he's listening right now, actually. But um, on, on the other side, it doesn't mean just because just because you know he's a famous developer that we necessarily have to agree with agree with his sentiments. But I. I do agree in a certain sense, though, that the technology doesn't make the game. I mean, how many, how many amazing um, looking PC games come out? But, but <laughs> right, they're terrible. Right, that they're just they're Aeon, just they play horribly. Rift, um, exactly. Um, so, so he's right in that sense. But you're right too, Brandon. It's kind of a weird argument because it's kind of a, it's like a. Uh, it's like a circle right, the kind of thing. The argument actually seems to shame Id, because he's saying right. that the quality comes from the development effort you're putting into it, right. and the development effort for this, for, for Rage, clearly a lot of that development effort went on to the console version. Right. So I think he's he's right in what he's saying, but, uh, I mean, it affected its titles, uh, or its title, they only have one, yeah. um, as much as anyone else. And we all thought this was going to be the comeback this was going to be right. a PC, you know, not that it was like kind of even made for the PC. People knew it was coming out on console, but this is going to be like id's comeback. How many years in development was this game again? Seven. Seven years, and all of this was focused on console development. There's no way. Um, you're telling me seven well, years the ago PC's when they an out? It was clearly an afterthought. I mean, <sighs> yeah. I'm just wondering at what point they shifted their focus, right? So seven years ago. When did the 360 and come out in the PS3? Um, I don't even know. Is it been? It hasn't been seven years, has it? Wikipedia rescue. I'll have to look that up. But I, I don't. I just. It seems to me that maybe. I don't know. I mean, I can't. I can't totally. I can't disagree. I mean, if that's what he's saying, that's what he's saying. But it seems amazing to uh, me that that was from the get-go that they wanted to develop for console when they started developing this title. I. I'm wondering if there was a shift at some point during the development cycle, because I'm sure seven years in development, a lot of things change in a game. Right. Um, but it's... Yeah, let me see if we can... 
I'm well, finding it. Sony PlayStation 3 was released in November 06. 06, okay, so. And the Xbox okay. was released on November 05. Alright, well, six years, five years. You gotta think, you gotta think, <clears throat> and Carmack has lauded Call of Duty before, um, for the way it plays and the way it's very user-friendly and, mm-hmm. you know. He's 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 applauded it in his own way, in Carmack's way. <laughs> but um, you have to think that they saw a game that was developed for console first, and then sold a bajillion copies and has become a phenomenon. Right. You have to think somebody who's paying the bills. Right. Got in on this, but to hear him say it. It's just even that, worse. That, that's right. It's that much more depressing because if, if, if it all comes down to really, like you said, Dan, when you read that statement or look at those statements, is yes, the bottom line is it makes more sense fiscally to yes. develop for a console. And so so be damned. You know what? Well, that's just the consequence of the current, and and, which is fine. But you don't expect a statement like that from someone like Carmack, who we all, for all intents and purposes, like you said, loves to code. Loves it seems like he loves what he does. I mean, he says he he says he loves coding. So, not that I mean, obviously he's coding uh, for console or PC, but I don't know. So, <laughs> but but then to throw in the bottom line part of it, I mean, maybe we're kind of throwing him into a box. I mean, obviously he's all sides of it because he's, you know, right the the the, the head figure at that company. So he's got to he's got to deal with all the different angles, and I understand that, but. It's just it is. It's a sh- there's no there's no easy way to say it other than that. Well, what they do run statement. out of money? Like when they <laughs> I don't, got to the I, porting I, part of it? I don't know. Yeah. Look at look at Human Revolution. Uh mm. that game mm. was was a console port. Right. It was. But as it was good. It was good. Yeah. There was there were a few things that they acknowledged on release that they didn't have, like some graphical things, FOV some different things for PC specifically, and they said immediately, first patch, you're getting these. But the game ran, and right. it ran fine, <laughs> right. unlike several other releases recently, um, including Rage. But I would have ne- I didn't see this coming in a million years. No, dude. I mean, how pumped were we about Rage? Remember? On, I mean, we wrote so many articles on Rage. I think there's like yep. 12 articles on Rage on KVMod.com. Yeah. Talking about, and really from the, not even, we, like you said, we totally were thinking this was going to be the opposite, that the console version was going to be more of the afterthought in a sense. Yeah. Like, regardless of what they said, we were like, they're not going to phone in the PC version of the game. Like, that was not even on the radar. Um, yep. at, at all. It's, it's, it's not, so- surely not what it sounded like when he was talking about it at QuakeCon either. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's software. Right, it's just, un- <laughs> it's unthinkable. It's, yeah, it was unthinkable that this would happen, and then for him, of all people, to come out with this, I mean, I don't know. To and me, then, he, he does sound like he's on the, I mean, like you said, he's on the defensive here. Like, yeah, he's blaming everyone but his I think but he doesn't company. want his baby ridiculed, in a right. way. Right. I mean, he blamed every single thing yep. for this, except for his own team and his own company. Right. Exactly. Now, at least the Dead Island folks said, "Yo, we fucked we up. We done fucked up, dude. Yeah. That was an Xbox 360 yeah. dev version we threw up there. We apologize." <laughs> well, here you go, because because basically, I mean, I didn't hear there. 
I mean, does it run fine on consoles? I mean, I, have, I haven't heard Rage. of any. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So this is another side effect, which we've already talked about. And now it runs fine on PC. Right. After how many, <laughs> has there been one big, really big patch? One or huge patch. Okay. And I do mean huge. I think it was like gigabytes. Wow. So, but this is another side effect of, once again, right? He's not going to offend the console market because the console market is fine with the game, right? So he's yep. not going to turn people off. When you look at the, I'm sure the PC sales obviously are going to be much less than the console sales. He can say things like, well, you know what? That's just the way it is. Tough shit. You know what I mean? Like, like to it not hurts. even, that is, the more I think about it, I'm getting angry because that is extremely arrogant yep. of a statement for him to be like, well, you know what? Sorry, this is just the reality of the world. So, you know what? You shouldn't expect, you know, you shouldn't expect a game finished. And I mean, there's no, like, to not even apologize at all and be like, yeah, we really, you know, the, the driver, you know, the game should actually be, be playable on, on release day. Um, I, I don't think I, I when I read the interview, I feel like there wasn't like there's no money in his answer. He's not making anyone yeah. happy with his answer. No, that's true. Um, no. So I definitely echo the disappointment because obviously he's an iconic figure right. in PC gaming. Um, and so it is disappointing to hear him say, uh, you know, that pretty much their development efforts are going to be focused on console. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me play devil's advocate and say that. So, I mean, he he does run a business, and right. yeah, uh, especially given that they developed that title for seven years, uh, you mm-hmm. know, they they pretty much had to release it multi-platform just right. from mm-hmm. a revenue standpoint. And I don't think I really don't think that at this point, Carmack is that married to PC development. I think he so when he was at QuakeCon. Uh, John, you'll probably remember this. He was just talking about the different challenges in creating Rage for the consoles and for the PC. Mm-hmm. And as we've said, when, when Carmack talks, he gets very technical. And so he was getting technical about all the, you know, these different problems they were having in development. And he basically said that it's, he, doesn't, he doesn't care which platform he's developing for. He just likes the challenge. So the challenge mm-hmm. for PCs... You know they're they're different than the challenges for consoles, but there's a part of him that the the programmer in him. I mean, he's a programmer at heart, and I think the programmer in him just he likes the constrained resources of a console. He likes the challenges of, of like, maximizing yeah. what you can insight. get out of those consoles. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I don't like what he said here, but it doesn't surprise me that much because mm. it is owned by Zenimax. Okay, so he's not he's probably not the one with the final say in its business direction anymore. And, I mean, we all know that to make a big-budget AAA title these days, it has to be Mm multi-platform to bring in the kind of revenue to justify that cost. So, Speaking to that, even, um, it seems like every time we get good news for PC gaming, we get something like this. But um, when Epic Games recently, they make Gears of War, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Epic, they said basically they're shifting their focus to PC. They're sick of what you just talked about, actually, Brandon, is that they don't want to be betting their entire studio on a single title every time they do it. Um, because essentially that's what the cost, unless you're Activision Blizzard, um, basically that's, or EA probably, those are the two big dogs. Unless you're them, you're probably betting a lot of your company on that a game's gonna succeed at this yeah, that's point. That's true. 
Um, and so he said he's sick of it and they're just gonna, um, try to focus on, on PC because that's, that's where Unreal was born and that's what they, you know, they've worked with. But every time we hear something good like that or Gabe Newell pumping, pumping PC's tires a little bit, then we get to John Carmack, <laughs> probably the most legendary figure in PC gaming coming and saying this. <laughs> Yeah, that's really good insight, though, Brandon. I think you hit the nail on the head about the programmer in him. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? That's what he is. Oh, I totally and see that. And you're totally right about, like, he likes the challenge. And I think, yeah, when you put that into that perspective, I can I can definitely see that as more, kind of understand it more from that perspective. He, like, openly, he openly stated that he is not a programmer. He's an engineer. Mm, like, he went to right. school for engineering. But he said once he started programming, mm. he said the challenge and getting the most out of the smallest amount of resources mm. is what he enjoys the most. He talked about how much he loved developing an iPhone game solely because <laughs> solely because he had so few resources to work with and everything had to be done by him rather than tools because those tools won't even allow him to utilize that that small amount of resources. Right. It was pretty interesting to hear him talk about it, but it's I mean, it's it's an Apple operating system so I didn't really give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> When you hear him talk, he really, you can tell, like, his eyes light up when he's talking about, you know, developing and getting past these challenges. And I think, I mean, I really do think that that's just, he likes having one more roadblock that, you know, that he has to get past. And I think, um, you know, to to his credit, it sounds like the console version of the game is probably, (laughs) I would guess, is going to be one of the most graphically intense games that you can run on that hardware. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and now that it's fixed for PC, I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine. But like as Bob said in here, there there's still no excuse. Not even the fact that they like this was such a half-assed thing. This and Dead Island are the only two I can really think of that were this Red bad. Orchestra. No, Red well, Orchestra is bad. Yeah, but that was made by dudes who don't know what they're doing. John Carmack knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Bob said basically, you didn't test it on a PC before it was out. You didn't. This is the biggest thing that Bob wrote that I was like, seriously, you didn't think about this. You didn't assume that someone would be running the Battlefield Three beta drivers. Well, hold on, hold on. I'll actually counter that point because I'm, I'm, that's it. I'm betting they probably didn't know. That there would be a specific Battlefield Three driver because that driver. Yeah, but was they do released. that all the time. Nvidia when, when and they, AMD do that really, all the time. No, they don't do that all the time. Release a beta, like a beta driver for a for a game's beta for a big release. That rarely happens. Yes, they will. Definitely. Well, I can I can attest to the fact that 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 BF3 beta driver was bad news. So I I don't really fault them for that because again. That's just one guy who makes that driver and then puts it up on ATS. <laughs> a one-man team of ATS. So <laughs> I, I can't fault John Carmack for not having known to uh, to talk to this one guy to see if he was going to release that <laughs> driver. But but I can't yeah I can't really give a good explanation for why the game wouldn't work right on you know all the other retail versions of the Catalyst drivers especially. Yeah. I mean like I'm running I think like Catalyst 11.6. And they're now at eleven point ten, and you know there's there's no reason that it shouldn't run perfectly on yep. you know the past four or five incremental driver versions. Yep, I totally agree. And as I said at the beginning of all this, the Catalyst drivers are notoriously shitty. 
Yeah. So that didn't help. But um, I don't know, man. All I got to say to you, John Carmack, is next time maybe we can put a little blame where blame actually lies. Right. You know, it probably would have made everyone feel better if he'd just kind of been like, listen, you know, we're sorry that this happened. Like, there's just no... That's, or someone. That's, someone in PR. Right. Where was someone PR just say, this? you know what? Okay, he can say all that stuff, but then at the end of it be like, but in retrospect, we regret these inconveniences. You know, just some kind of, but it's just kind of like, yeah, well... Sorry, but we didn't realize that there was, you know, beta drivers out for for a game. It's just kind of like, which I understand, like you said, it's his baby and all that stuff. Well, he can say that there weren't beta drivers out for another game, but when you installed the older versions of ATI drivers that weren't the Battlefield right, 3 beta, it still don't work. It's still fucked. <laughs> yeah, it's just exactly. what they told you to do. But that's, so that's like, just an excuse that yeah. he didn't think all the way through. Right. right. It just right. came out of his head right then and there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I will say the one thing that this scares me a little bit. Because I am still quite looking forward to Doom 4. But given (laughs) what he's saying here, um, I don't know if this applies to all titles after Doom 4 or what, but (laughs) I I will say that I will be much more upset if the Doom franchise becomes subject to console port. I don't know how you don't, after that statement, don't think that that's that's what it is. I mean, I think well, he made I, it pretty I don't, clear. I don't know that its reputation could could suffer a blow like that. I mean, I'm sure they probably would get through fine because a lot of console players yeah. don't know the history of Doom. Right. But they would essentially write themselves out of the PC market. They'd become the next Ubisoft. Yep. They'd be really hated. Really, really hated. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, if you mess up Doom or the next Quake, either one. Yeah, whatever. They Quake, well, Quake can't go on console. The multiplayer just will not play on a console. It's way too fast. John, what do you do if they if they will try to do that with the control? Will you just? I don't ever play uh, the game again. That would be it. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, Quake of all games could not. Some quintessential things to that game. It'd be like if CS:GO had aimed down sights. That's like seriously what it yeah. would be. <laughs> yeah. And fucking class class perk setups. Yeah. Um, I, I think I, they can summarize my feelings in the the sun I am disappoint picture, Dan, that you were so fond of. <laughs> God, I love on that site. <laughs> what a picture! <laughs> but I gotta give Bob credit here. I'll I'll uh, give give us some some props. I like Bob's letter to John Carmack. <laughs> yes, this is very well done. So also John Carmack give it. John Car- and the Carmack take it away. Yeah, that line. Yeah, also, great. Godfather Two footage. Yeah, man, really nailed. fit. <laughs> yeah, it was. All beautiful. right, well, that was good. That was good. Find an article worthy of this every week. Yeah, I like the I like the round table Knights of the Round Table thing we got going here. It just makes me so disappointed because, like, when I was. When I was at his keynote and just listening to him talk at QuakeCon, I was, like, thinking of how much I was in love with him. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, I, I still, I mean, my, I don't, his reputation doesn't really falter to me, just because, like I said, he, he, he's calculated even in this statement. He's like, I know what I'm saying is going to offend a lot of people, but here's, here's the reality. Like, John Carmack doesn't, he doesn't care. He's not going to sugarcoat it. He's right. telling it to you how it is. So, I mean, it, one part of me appreciates his candor and the fact that he's not just feeding us what we want to hear. But then the other part of it makes me think, you're John Carmack. Tell me what I want to hear. Yeah, oh, no. That's exactly this whole roundtable is basically why 
why you do this, John. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your dad who's never hit you before, and then all of a sudden he hits you. You're like, Dad, why? <laughs> and he like Why'd looks at his me? hand and like he yeah. doesn't even know why. Yeah. He's like that was justified <laughs> in his head. He's like that was justified. Uh, and then he looks deal. at he points at you and he goes, "You needed that. You needed that." <laughs> like oh, what? 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 What just happened? Put the belt back on. <laughs> Yeah, that that is kind of how I feel. Um, That's when Doom Four comes out and it's a console port. That's when he takes off the belt. <laughs> yeah, that's when he's actually. I would I would go a little farther with that analogy and say there's more than the belt being applied <laughs> to you at that point. That's that's a messed Wait, up shit. We get cigarette burns on the chest here. Yeah, yeah. some messed up stuff. Um, yeah, let's um, let's uh, let's roll. Let's roll to the. Uh, I guess we'll still we'll, we'll uh, before the uh, end of the cast, Dan. We'll definitely talk about the extra life stuff. But let's do oh, the yeah. Q and A, and then we'll do extra life at the very end. Keep it fresh in everyone's mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's do the Twitter questions as Trout right. introduces us right now. And now it's time for Twitter questions with the KB Mod Podcast. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, Dan. Need that. Uh, Brandon, you collected some as well, so. <laughs> Yeah. We'll alternate. We'll alternate today. Cool. So you go ahead, Brandon. What's the first Twitter question? Okay. Well, I was. Uh, I don't think this kind of thing has been asked before, but maybe it has, and I and I forgot. But uh, this question is from UDP Seven, and he asks, "When did you build your first computer? And if you can remember, what was in it?" Mm. So I'll I'll go first because uh, I actually pulled up my Newegg order history oh, from uh, wow. from March twenty third, two thousand five. <clears throat> and uh, we got this. This is my first PC I built. I think I was about 16, and uh, I, I won't go through everything. But I had a I had a gig of Corsair XMS RAM. Wow! Oh, a uh, gig, dude! <laughs> Blazing! Big. I had I had an XFX G4 6800. Uh oh! Uh oh! We lose him. Did we lose him? GT. Oh! And uh, we had we had an Athlon. Oh no! Still there. I can hear you yeah, now. Cut out again. Kind of cutting out a little bit. Okay, sorry. You're there. Um, yeah, the G4 6800 GT and an Athlon. An Athlon 3500 mm. plus, 2.2 gigahertz. Nice. My uh, my first computer was actually originally a home PC that my mother bought, and I ended up upgrading that. Uh, I got a 9800 Pro, and that and that that was the first component I ever installed myself, and then. Uh, <laughs> As soon as uh, the Athlon uh, FX CPUs released, I think it was like an Athlon FX 6000 or something. Big money. Yeah. I, I built one of those. Uh, I built a PC with that, two gigs of Corsair RAM, which was about $300 or something back then. <laughs> and uh, I had I also had a 6800 GT in that. Dude, and then I went on to install another 6800 GT in a dual-core system the day that those came out. That reminds me, my uh, my first, actually technically like my first computer hardware experience was kind of similar to yours. I had a I had a Dell Inspiron desktop yeah. or not Inspiron, whatever <laughs> the desktop ones are, and uh, and I put a 9700 Pro in it, but I had to upgrade the power supply. Well, Dell the Dell uh, backplates for the cases are like non-standard, so me and my dad had to take a Dremel and uh, and dr- like. Saw out the back, uh, the back of the case <laughs> to get that power supply in. 
I had, this, I had the same exact experience. Like my first hardware stuff was was two different machines. I had a Dell Winspron. I don't even. I think it was a. Uh, it was my parents. Like before, I had my own computer. Um, it was like a Celeron. I think like what was it? Like 1.5 gigahertz or something. Celery like that. baby. Celery, yeah, and uh, 256 megabytes of, of RAM. Nice. Oh, uh, it was. And I think I the first thing I ever did was upgrade the RAM, and then I I uh, what was it? I don't remember what the video card I put in. Something really shitty. And because obviously you just had on board, <laughs> and then I actually got I inherited an e machine from uh, from my uncle, and yeah, uh, mess mess you know upgraded as much as I could with that. And I think my first build though was was uh, I think like a actually yeah my first legit build was probably like a maybe a court really really early core two actually, mm, which is wow. so not that not that actually I'll be the that, old man here ago. then yeah you will be uh, you will be I. First build I did was shady as fuck, too. Sweet. This is good. Uh, Bob, KB Mod Bob, mm-hmm. um, there's a computer show with, like, those dudes who sell parts at the back of their trucks, basically. Oh, I've been... Um, yeah. <laughs> I've walked around those. And it's down at a convention center in yep. Monroeville. Where, and uh, we drove down there before college started um, our freshman year. This was in summer of 01. And... Uh, <laughs> We went down there and we were like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude, you'll get, you know, I took all my graduation money and we, we went and, uh, built me a computer. And, uh, cause even in the early 2000s, laptops were so shitty or so huge that it was like just not really worth it for a laptop. So, um, went with a desktop. I had a, like a 45 pound CRT monitor. just like 15 <laughs> inch. It yeah. was seriously the heaviest CRT I've ever dealt with. Um, but what was it? It was an Athlon. I think it was an Athlon. Might have been a T-Bird. Old school T-Bird. 800 megahertz beast. Um, was this for Diablo 2? Yeah, I played Diablo 2 on it. And I played StarCraft on it. And I played Counter-Strike 1.6 on it. And Half-Life 1. Oh, nice. Um, and, uh, I played Return to Castle Wolfenstein and Enemy Territory on it, actually. Nice. So, I had that thing. Um, Enemy territory on an 800 megahertz processor? Yep. How'd that, how'd that go? Fine. <laughs> Load times were awful, but the game ran fine. I just had everything down on it. It had like a GeForce MX200 or something was the graphics card. And then it was 256 megs of RAM, and I had like a 20 gig hard drive, and it was beast. 20 gig was like... Yeah. You were living the yeah. high life on 20 gigs. Yeah, dude. You could never use that much space, you yeah, were thinking. Yeah, never. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then I upgraded almost instantly. Uh, within like a year, I upgraded to a gigahertz uh, Athlon, a normal Athlon, because I used the same motherboard. So, mm. <laughs> But yeah, so that was my first build. It was 700 bucks all told, everything. So out of the back of some dude's truck, and none of the parts failed. Amazingly, nice. from like a gypsy show computer, <laughs> gypsy gypsy products. Yeah, they have uh, they have a couple of those shows uh, here every year. They've one. Um, if your make... part works, it's a good deal. Oh yeah. The yeah. thing you don't buy there are games. They sell <laughs> there. like they were selling games, and it yep. would be like, "Yo, dude, here's a uh, here's Half Life," and it was like Half Life in marker. Um, like, yeah, burned. Yeah, just burned copies of everything. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. That's funny. So, this is a really in-depth question coming up next. This one's really going to tax you, I think. This is from Wamibo. Mm. 
who's a bro. And, uh, man, this is a tough one because both of these would scramble your brain. <laughs> would you rather Nighthawk with Mike Tyson or play Portal 2 with I Justine? Nighthawk with Mike Tyson. <laughs> wow, dude. That was a quick answer. Well, that's I, true, because Mike Tyson can't beat you, like, into a senseless pulp, because you got to have sex with him afterwards. So No, he can't. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping he knocks me out and then just has his way with me so I don't feel it, because that'll hurt. So, but yeah, I, I agree with John. I can't, you can't do the I Justine thing, because you'll end up killing yourself. There's, uh, there's no way, dude. I mean... I, I th- if you guys haven't seen, I think we talk about, <laughs> like, it's been, I think the last three episodes have actually referenced that I just seen, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, we and, talked about uh, it too, Okay, you did. You yeah, we have. You doing co-op with her? Oh, I. Dude, puzzles would take days. The only way that would be allowed is if she was maybe naked, and you had the camera up in the corner of the screen. Yeah. Maybe, maybe then. And then you muted, you muted the uh, TV so you couldn't hear her talk. <laughs> and then maybe it would be bearable. <laughs> I... I'm going to go with Justine? Portal 2 with I Justine. Wow. Because then I'll be YouTube famous. Uh, okay. But at what price? At the also, price I of don't your have soul? to have sex with a large, large black man. <laughs> I was going to say, you're usually a proponent of Nighthawk. I know? am usually, but Mike Tyson's a tough motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would have He'd to go it. for Portal as well, because mm-hmm. I don't I don't see Mike Tyson as a sympathetic man. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's he may not take. He's a tattoo thing. on his fucking face. He doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> he doesn't care about anything. So killing you and then raping your body is probably in in you know not a big deal. Yeah, that's not a hard decision for me. <laughs> no. All and right, it, Brandon, your turn. Yeah. Um, let's see. Actually, this is uh, this is, uh, I thought this was an interesting question from Childish Samurai. Uh, what is your guys' favorite type of alcohol? And Ooh. then, like, your favorite, or your favorite brand. Favorite brand. Is this meaning liquor? I, Any I think, kind of. I would guess liquor. Uh, I, I think you guys have talked about beer before. Mm. I like Bankers Club gin with tonic at really shitty bars for $2, and me and Dan spend $100 on them. <laughs> that happens. Nice. And then the man next to John keeps touching him, and it's weird, but you're saying... No, we did. We yeah. did spend... We really did spend, like, 70-something bucks on $2 gin and tonic one night. We were fucking yeah. hammered. Dan drove. It was a good, great decision. <laughs> yeah, it was a good life choice. <laughs> 35 gins later, you should probably drive a car. <laughs> kids, um, kids, don't do that, for real. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm man. gonna go with um, my favorite liquor is um, it's between a couple is either uh, Jameson. I was yeah, you took mine, but Jameson ahead. Irish whiskey. Yep. Or um, Glenlivet, twelve year Scotch. Nothing like sipping some Scotch in the fall, which is the best time of the year. So I'm going with that. <laughs> I like men. Even though even though Jameson didn't treat me well last time when I was in Pittsburgh and poor Audrey's rug. <laughs> um. I still have to go with Jameson. I, I can, it's just. It's delicious. It, it never, yeah, it is. It really is. I mean, it's, it's so smooth. It just. Yep. There's delicious. nothing smooth about any, any form of liquor. I hate it all. <laughs> really? Except gin and tonic. Like I fuck, I fucking hate it all. Hmm. I would rather inject vodka into my veins than drink it. Well, your last experience with Jack Daniels was. Mm. Poor. I don't remember that. 
<laughs> what a, which experience are we talking about? The one where you every... um, yelled racial slurs in my street at 4 a.m. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then had to drive to, like, North Carolina or something the next day. That was awesome. <laughs> John fell asleep with his head inside my house and the rest of his body <laughs> on the porch. I didn't even fall asleep. I passed out. Yeah. There's a difference. <laughs> wow. I would say my uh, my favorite. I'm I'm a whiskey guy, so mm. my favorite will probably be Crown Royal. I like mm. uh, pretty much any Crown, but their Cask 16, which is like their really nice one, that's mm. uh, very very smooth. So that'll be my pick. Are you an asshole like my buddy Nick and order Crown and three cubes, and if they don't put three cubes, you send it back? <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a dick! No, he's just tr- he's trolling. He yeah. just trolls bars. That's funny. I've, I've never done anything like that. I don't think I've ever hated a bartender so much that I didn't want to do, <laughs> do that. that. To them. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, this is interesting and ties in with our roundtable. Mm. This is from Dunkus. Boy, Dunkus. Oh yeah. That's the question. Man. Why do these developers consistently release games on PC that just plain don't work right when they come out? <clears throat> Well, it's because of people like you playing console. <laughs> Pretty much, jerk. Pretty much, you're the problem. You're the pro. You're not helping. Okay. <laughs> the money is in console for now, but uh, there's been statistics all over the internet, and the rate the PC gaming has been growing lately because of KBMod.com. Um, <laughs> That's right. KB in the next. In the next, in the next five years, PC titles will be outselling and outgrossing console titles. That's actually uh, true. I did. It's not based upon the big releases like Call of Duty and all the other piece of shit games that you guys play. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like tiny, tiny titles, indie games, stupid Facebook shit. Yep. Everything. Like, mm. yeah, social my, games and free to play is going huge. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you can't really do the free to play model well on a console. No. Just too much microtransaction shit and too many, too many chances for shit to screw up. Also, whereas it works know, on PC. Do you know how much I hate buying a console game even when I want it? Like, I'm gonna get Forza 4 here in the next couple weeks. Cause I really want the game. I'm gonna enjoy the game. But I actually hate going out and spending 50, 60 See, bucks on a what dish. You should, you should go. It. You should just get that adapter, buy Forza 4 for PC, plug in your Xbox controller, play it in Ifinity, or whatever the free monitor bullshit mm. is. I mean, that's, if you're gonna play a racing game and you don't have access to Ifinity, it's for console. But if you have, if you have an Ifinity setup at your house and you're playing a race, racing game on P, or on console, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> like, if there, if there has ever been a type of game developed, yeah. Where Ifinity is just reign supreme. Right. It's it's racing games. And yeah, MMOs and MMOs decent. But. Every time I've seen an Ifinity uh, display, like at a at QuakeCon or at other conventions, mm-hmm. like demoing Ifinity, it's always a uh, racing game. Usually like Dirt, Dirt Four. Yeah, yeah Dirt yeah. Four in Ifinity is just gorgeous. But I just I don't know what it is about going to buy the physical game. I just I just hate. I'd rather you know spend. On Steam, I don't know. I just rather would. Um, that is actually a lot of the fact. You have to fucking go somewhere, and it's yeah. bullshit. It is bullshit <laughs> <laughs> to get out of the house, and it's just uh, what a drag. No, but yeah. Well, th- I was thinking about this. Is GameFly still exist? That service, I think yeah. it does, right? Yeah, it's. Doing I think it's. Well. Is, I think it's like eight bucks a month. So just do the math. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, so I don't well, buy you can console buy titles. Games from them too. Yeah, for like, less. 
so I don't buy console titles barely ever. Like, I have a few sports games that I'll buy, typically play year to year with friends. But, so if you, if it's $8 a month, just do the math. So, you, and you can get, you know, you can get a game or two and keep them as long as you want, just like Netflix. So if you get a game, um, let's say you get Forza and you want to, I mean, I guess if you want to keep it, there's a difference. But even then, so you could have the game for, for six months and still only spend, not even pay the full retail price right, exactly. for 48 bucks. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know. I, was th- I don't play enough console games to do that, but I was saying, I was thinking about that because like, there's no blockbusters around, at least my area anymore. Like there's no real competition. Well, to yeah, they don't exist. Ga- you can't rent <laughs> games anymore, really. So, you know, but, blockbuster does well still in, in uh, Europe though. Like, really? Yeah. Trout, Trout, Trout works at a Blockbuster. Yeah, Trout works at one, and I was asking him, and I'm like, they have Blockbuster still? And he's like, dude, they're huge. They were literally out of business in the U.S. Yeah, they got things. nothing here. Yeah. So. so, but, I don't know. It's it's because of your, your console, little, little big titles, but it's not really dying. But it's these, the ports that are really the bad yeah. part. Yeah. I if think you, the, other, the other thing, too, is that, uh, at least compared to console, I think why... Maybe we see uh, versions of games that don't work as well on PC for release, mm-hmm. is because you can you can put out a patch to the PC very quickly, whereas any anything going to the consoles has to go through Microsoft or Sony's certification testing, process. Yeah. Yeah. So if the game is broken for PC, they know they can fix it much quicker than if it's broken on console. Even Dead Island, man, within like three days, they a had a completely different version. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dead Island, yeah, yeah. a whole different both. version of the game. Oh, that's right, because they released the wrong version the first time. Yeah, but, but... they were able to incrementally release mm. things over the course of two days yeah. to where you never had to download more than, like, 300 megabytes. Hmm. Yep. Mm. Which is the beauty of PC, whereas if they were to do that on console, the technology and how they have to compress things and yeah. to fit on a console's disc, they couldn't just update 300 meg- megahertz or megabytes and completely change the game. And look at if you get off Steam, if you actually log off Steam each day and then log back in, I swear to God, every other day there's a TF2 update. Yep. So I'm <laughs> fixing some little bug. Console guys like... have gotten a ton of TF2 updates from what I understand. Mm. But like, I mean, see, I mean, none. God, I mean none. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking about TF2 on console makes me laugh. I can't even imagine. I can't. But it's, but Matt Dunkus, it's it's not that they're releasing. It's piece. It's not that developers, <laughs> PC developers, release broken games. It's uh, console developers that release broken games to PC. <laughs> Hard resets work great from day one. Mm. Looks Did you beautiful. beat that by the way? Drives um, is gonna work fine. As soon as I. Uh, you can work again. As soon <laughs> yeah. as I was sure. after solar surgery, I'm going to do yeah. the whole let's play. Nice. Um, but now I'm running it on ultra with this new car and it looks, looks beautiful. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's nice. awesome. So, um, yeah, <laughs> but that's why ports Fuck YouTube money, baby video cards. <laughs> exactly. All Let's right, see. Brandon, you got one. Uh, I had one, but then I scrolled to Matt's question, and I lost the one I had. Look at console, just fucking everything up. <laughs> Always. All right. Well, I have a few more. Um, what do you guys think? And uh, I'm going to go put my sling on while you guys answer this. Um, what's the next hugely competitive FPS? And I have a couple ideas on this, but you guys go ahead. Tribes Ascend. I think it's either Tribes Ascend mm-hmm. or, uh, well, Tribes Ascend to a lesser extent because I still think Tribes is going to be somewhat niche. Um, but I would say the, the next big competitive title will probably be CSGO. 
Depends. <clears throat> yeah, I I think the I think Tribe Descends is a good answer. CS:GO will depend on the game itself. Yeah, exactly. If it sucks, it doesn't matter. Like I said, I said in the article that I wrote, it doesn't matter. Even if it doesn't suck, people will hate it. And people will, just like when Source came out and people hated Source, you know, even with a lot of the changes that, that have taken place over the many years it's been out, if people, you have the 1.6 diehards and, and who just will not just hate the mm-hmm. game. So and even, even Source players will say, though, at the core that 1.6 is a better game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just... That's, why, that's actually why I think CSGO will be the next competitive game, because a lot of people don't really care for Source. It's just mm, that so they don't want to play on the awful yeah. graphics of 1.6. So I think there's a ton of Source players that's who are point. looking to move to, to CSGO. That's a good point. Yeah, no, I mean, if they can pull it off, you're right. It'll definitely be, like John said, depending on how the game turns out. And actually, there was a, quite a few articles to that where the, where the developers talked about wanting to bring together 1.6 players and Source players. And this is as their best, like right now, they're saying their best effort to try to mesh what people like in both those games together, yeah. so we'll see. Um, but, dude, the, I have a couple friends who have played Tribes competitively for, for many years, and they're, like, so pumped about Ascend, and I think the community's getting more and more excited as it gets closer. So, I mean, you can see a huge resurgence. I mean, Tribes was... I don't know, I don't ever... You guys know more than me. I don't know how big the competitive Tribes community was at the time. Like, at its peak, I didn't pay attention. But, uh, I mean, my friend was telling me, like, they used to, like, cast, like, he had, like, you know how they have, like, the different um, esports broadcasting networks and stuff like that still? Well, they don't really anymore, but, like, Tribes was a pretty big spectator game for a while. I can see it being huge. Yeah. As a spectator game. And it's prime. It's it's it's, like, everyone's flying around, and, like, that's more fun to watch, I think, than a lot of other games. I think Quake's really fun to watch, too, for the same reason. Yep. But, um... Yeah, yeah, I think Tribes could definitely be it, it could definitely be the next competitive game. Like uh yesterday I think it was Night Ride or someone tweeted at me and was asking or maybe tweeted at KV Mods account and uh, asked like what I would compare the gameplay of Tribes to and I said I actually thought about it. I was trying to think what can I what can I tell someone who's <laughs> not yeah. who's not familiar with Tribes or like older games what Tribes' gameplay is like. And I really couldn't think about it. I was just like, it's 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 a first-person shooter. It has skiing and jetpacks, and that's all I can really tell you. <laughs> yeah. It's not there's nothing else like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've all missed it though. You're all wrong. The next one is going to be Dota two. I was, ooh, yes. Well, I'm serious. Oh, I know it will be. Dude, it's going to be massive. Serious. Already massive. Yeah, actually, that's a good answer. I was actually I was thinking first person shooter. Yeah, that's what I was thinking you're, too. You're right. <clears throat> I wasn't really thinking. About I was that. too engrossed in this one D five GB clutch MP four video to uh, really think. <laughs> Someone send you that thing? Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. I'm real interested in the Modern Warfare two GB clutches, guys. Especially when you're using MP five or UMPs rather. I want to see as many of those as you can possibly send me. Just send. send Which I, what I mean is, if you send me one, I'm going to block you. Like I'm going to block Hercules <laughs> right after I watch this video. And that was Rhino, by the way. It was Rhino. Okay. Hercules, you're blocked now. So. See you later, buddy. <laughs> you heard it here first, John. Shitting on this guy. John blocking in real time on the podcast. Um. Well. You know, I guess we should wrap it up now. And but well, we're gonna wrap. I have, wrap I have up. one more. Ooh, okay. I found the one that I was gonna. Ask. It's actually the, it's more of a novelty question, but I'm curious <laughs> of the answer. It's for Scott. Mm. Uh, a A dot Rit. Yeah. I think that's his name. 
Yeah. Asks, uh, do you condition your beard? And if so, <laughs> what conditioner do you use? Wow, that's very interesting. And I use a- Pantene Pro V. Yes. Pantene. Yeah. Yes. I um I actually have two different um. As far as conditioner, I actually was using the uh, the old uh, Old Spice has a conditioner actually. Sweat of young men. Yes, and uh, <laughs> I've used that. Uh, right now, I'd have to actually go look and tell you what it is. I think I'm using like an off-brand actual shampoo though right now, and I don't have any conditioner. So right now, no. But I have in the past. I typically will just rub the shampoo in my beard, just like I'm washing my hair. Um, just as, just you know, you gotta you gotta keep you gotta it clean. It. Yeah. So are you um, saying you managed to get a promotion at work without conditioning your beard? Um, yeah, even yeah. So I mean, I wash my beard, but conditioning <laughs> it on a regular basis, no, I, I don't. I didn't really do that ever since I ran out of the conditioner that I was using. So it's been a while. Yeah, I think they probably gave me the promotion probably because I look Amish and they needed a diversity thing going on. <laughs> so that's that's <laughs> my best started. explanation. <laughs> right, what about all right? Do you guys shampoo your ass crack? A shampoo? Um, shampoo? Yeah. What? No. I have like a shampoo body wash in one, so technically mm. yes. That, that's that's exactly where I was gonna go with it. Oh, uh, okay. But I make I make sure that there's a good fair bit of lather in between my ass cheeks. Mm. Oh yeah, dude. Because I had a, I had a hairy ass, dude. That's <laughs> bad. It's bad. <laughs> oh wow. Well, to end this on a positive note, including John's ass crack. Um, Extra life, man. Killing Shit's it. It's getting real. <laughs> I know. It's actually... this, uh, we are at, uh, fuck, man. Let me pull it up again here. $17,973.74. Incredible. Wow. People over there in Ireland, fans of uh, Kevin, you guys are killing it. Going nuts. And our big, awesome. big stream, when a lot of people are going, hasn't even happened yet. Yep. So... We're well over a thousand dollars higher than Tryon Worlds. Those guys made made a multi million dollar game, so And know. they have three hundred and sixty people. I just can't even believe this. This is pretty yeah. amazing. And as I said, we haven't even obviously it's you know, everything's happening fr- starting Friday. Right. Um we're going to have a consolidated channel um with uh with a stream going on it for basically probably forty eight hours is what it'll end up being. Because people are going to start Friday night and end on Sunday sometime. So we'll try to have someone streaming pretty much the whole time, whether it's one of us who, who actually run the site or like Blacklight Attack or Juggernuts. Um, I'm not sure who all we're going to scout. allow to uh, use it. But anyway, there will be people on it <laughs> all the time. So, uh, yeah, enjoy that. And we're going to be just... Plug in for donations. You can donate all up all during that yeah, that time frame, thing. right? They, okay. Yep, November fifteenth is right. the uh, right. and you can do PayPal, you can do credit card, whatever. But I I would hope we would hit twenty grand. I think that's very feasible right now. I mean, especially on the event day, like you said, I mm-hmm. think that can happen. Uh, I, I can't, um, we're gonna I can't believe the numbers right now. Compile a post. Friday, yeah. um, and anyone who is streaming and is in the KB Mod group, email your Twitch TV and what time you'll be streaming and your Twitter handle. Email all that information to nipnops at kbmod.com, N-I-P-N-O-P-S at kbmod.com. Email me that, and I'm going to put it together a post Friday 
listing everyone's stream and we'll kind of tweet that post throughout the weekend and um put it on Facebook, put it everywhere. Um and uh yeah, get get people to donate. Yeah, we got a lot of zeros in our group too. So you guys get get a little cash money in there. Um I'm blown away though. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> like Oh yeah, dude. It's, it's incredible, man. I can't. I remember I was when I was so happy with five grand. Like, <laughs> yeah, the the fact that that's been eclipsed by that, um, the amount that it has been. Like I remember when I saw it got we changed it to like twelve five. I was like, wow. And then <laughs> seventeen. Like yeah, every time we've upped the goal, I've just I've been astounded. Yeah, with uh, awesome. with the generosity of everyone. Also, they just tweeted Utarok, who's streaming with. Uh, Kevin Munchgamer. Nice. Uh, I just retweeted it. Orb retweeted it. One of us retweeted it on KB Mod Gaming. Um, they're nine hours into their stream. Uh, yeah, I'll retweet and, that uh, too. Yeah. We need to raise our goal. <laughs> this is what they keep saying, which is true. We do. That's awesome. So uh, they're just killing it, man. They had four thousand people steady for like hours watching that thing. So. Um. Oh wow! I think bought yeah. Did Bob move it up? Yeah, Bob moved up the goal. So nice, killing it, guys. Nick Fenton's gonna be wearing Zubas and a KB Mod shirt for this, <laughs> for this the live stream event. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have a webcam. I bought a webcam, so I'm pretty pumped. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'll be starting on uh, Friday night. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I think, I think you think and John. Nine- Friday night, at least. Yeah, I'll, I'll be starting at 9 Eastern. I don't know if I'll be on the KB Mod account or just my own, but... Uh, if you're starting then, you'll probably be on the KB Mod account to start, because... Yeah, so we'll definitely start. have we'll definitely have someone streaming from, you know, Friday night, definitely on through Saturday, maybe into Sunday. Yeah, we'll tweet the shit out of it. We'll be filling the TF2 server. John's got a pro mod server. We'll, you know, get you that information, all that stuff, so... Definitely. Uh, yeah. That's about it for this episode. Let's do it. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Can't believe it. That was episode 13. Episode, oh, my God. Yeah, can't God, believe it. <laughs> Unreal. Yes. 13 13. here. <laughs> wow. I did see like, it. You are gifted in that area, Dan. I slept <laughs> over. Um, all right, guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Later. Later. Boner. The Extra Life Video Game Marathon is coming on October 15th. Extra Life is just like a run or a walk or a bike event, except you never have to get off the couch. Sign up at extra-life.org. Then get friends and family members to give you money to play. On October 15th at 8 a.m., play any games you want on any system for 24 hours. Find out more and sign up. Extra-life.org. Play games. Heal kids. Extra Life. Hello, gents, and thanks once again for tuning into the podcast this week. If you need to uh, find the podcast, you can find it on podbean.com, our front page, or search iTunes for KB Mod. If you need your PC gaming fix during the week, you can go to kbmod.com or follow us on Twitter at KB Mod Gaming. We'll see you next week, guys.